1 to 3 p.m. weekdays. Criselda on SAFM. Welcome, welcome to Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda Dutumash, and uh, with me in studio is I will stick to Bishop. I know that uh, he's <laughs> since moved on <laughs> and, and more a worldly human being, um, but I will stick uh, to Bishop uh, Joshua Maponga uh, joining us in studio as we ask uh, this pertinent question. I mean, we've been talking about this land issue for the longest time, and I guess uh, the proof is in asking the right questions, as, yeah. I, as I assume that your message was about, that we're not asking the right questions, Correct. and this is why we'll never get to where we're supposed to be getting to, mm. uh, Twenty so many years later uh, into democracy mm-hmm. still there's no answer no answer no answer maybe you if good you afternoon ask, and welcome good afternoon to everybody you <laughs> good afternoon to all the listeners and thank you for having me here again and i appreciate it uh, it's always nice to see you it's always nice to you. you're looking sharp today yeah i feel sharp you feel and sharp, that's yeah. a lie i'm moving house so yeah no uh, if feelings were how we look like it would be a different story a, altogether different but i'm glad i'm here Thank you. Maybe firstly, if you ask yourself the right question, you're most likely going to end up with the right answers. But if you ask the wrong question, then how, how do you expect to get, to get the right answer? As you rightfully put it, that 24 years later, we're still talking land. Yeah. Because maybe we've not yet started asking those pertinent questions. And mm-hmm. the very first question maybe we must ask is, who owns land? And I've passed a comment on some of my social network that whoever is selling land mm-hmm. is a thief. Because no one How do you sell something you don't own? No one has a receipt from the creator for the first ownership of the estate. So how do you sell that which you never owned from the very beginning? So all of it is corruption. Land is is land is corruption at the highest level. People must live on land, but no one has a right of saying I own this land. Land is sacred. Land is sacred. It's, it's, and, and hence my, my, my illustration of putting it parallel thinking was yeah. the issue that our young people must start thinking also. The way we look at our, at our women, the way we look at our land, it's exactly the same. We talk about virgin land. <laughs> we mm. talk about virginity on the right. We, we talk about mm. her, mm. our mm. land, our mother. We talk about our mothers being where we're all coming from. So in, we cannot separate our women from our land. So my first statement That's on top... motherland. My first statement right on top of the program is that every man must have two wives. Ah. The first wife is land. A super land. The second wife is the one who bear children. <laughs> it is illegal for a man to sleep with a woman and not have when land. Have land. A lion pees around, pees around for territory, mm. then sperm for procreation. Mm. If you cannot pee... <laughs> You cannot be able, to, if you cannot impregnate the land, it's illegal to impregnate the woman. How, what are you going to feed her with? Whoa. Okay. And our young people think that living in, 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 in um, townhouses, living in shops, buying bread and etc. is life. Life is not about that. Land is what we are made out of. We are all coming from dust. We are all coming from water. We are all made out of air. These three things put together makes yeah. all the materials that we have. And to deny me these basic commodities... You're actually taking life away from me. And without land, it's illegal to, to live. Even if we take it back to the Bible, I always say that Adam came prepared. There's he no, owned the kingdom. There is no e, there's no Eve without Eden. E, yeah. Adam, Adam is given Eden. Yeah. Then Eve comes into an Eden where Adam is living. That's so it. If, if as a man, you are inviting an Eve into your life. Where's and the there's Eden? no Eden 
on, Where next is the to Eden? you. That she, you are going to become the Eden. You are going to become the project. <laughs> okay. So basically, land for me is is a very livelihood, and to deny people land is to deny them existence right rights. But I mean, how do we then deal with issues of control? If we're going to say uh, land is our birthright. Um, and, and I mean, there are governments, there are laws that govern how we live and how we share uh, in, in, in uh, resources that are accessible and available for men to survive. How do we govern this if there's not going to be ownership? One reason I like you, Chris, is that you are you're open-minded. So I will not be scared to say this. We're sitting on what floor here on SABC? Number six. We're on the sixth floor. Yeah. And sometimes there are moments where you find that the sixth floor is a crack right on top here. And you do the research, and the research says, no, the building is fine. Actually, yeah. the problem is on the foundation. What do you do? Do you paint the, the, you the crack? You have to demolish. So I want to go back on the legalities. We are running under the Roman Dutch law. Mm. Tell me I look like a Roman. Mm-mm. Tell me I look like, you look like a Dutch, maybe. Let me mm. say so. And no. it, then why are we allowing governance of foreign lands to govern African indigenous knowledge as if we did not have methods of governing ourselves as Africans? So here we are trying to... And how can you beat... Sorry for the language. How can you beat the colonialist on the same rules that he has written himself? You can't. So in, in, in us trying to run around the issues of land, we're actually avoiding the real crux of the issue. And the issue is if the, this is open-minded, and I, and I hope some of our learned friends out there, please listen to me very carefully. If you take land without, without the law, yeah. then how do you return it with the law? That which is taken without law must be returned without law. That which has been taken with the law must be taken with the law. So I want the people who own land right now to walk up to the chiefs and produce the receipts, the, receipts, the contracts that say we, we as a Kosa people, we are therefore giving you as colonialists permission to our land. We as the Zulu nation, we are saying it's okay for you to use the land. We as the Pedi, we as the Tswana, you can have access to the land and deny us, push us to the quarantine areas which are non-productive. And if you have that agreement, then let's talk. But the question is, do we agree with you on the basis that we understand what you are taking away from Look, us? Look, how I wish you were part of drafting that speech that we are about to hear right now. Oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> the president is on the podium and when the president is on the podium, the whole nation keeps quiet. The whole nation keeps quiet uh, as he starts his speech we are going to be crossing live um to pe and 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 i'm hoping i'm i'm really really hoping that part of his speech is going to be focusing on how we uh, create an enabling environment mm. for people to work on this land and and be creators and not only employees yeah. we can never get to a place where we address mm. unemployment issues mm. when we encourage people to only be workers of land and not Correct. Correct. Land is our Minister of Education. Land is our Minister of Lands. Land is everything. Without land, we are just doing window dressing. The real issue we must address is not politics, but land ownership. Mm. (laughs) Maybe let's give you an opportunity to reflect on this conversation. 0891-104-207 and uh, also send us your WhatsApp messages on 0614 104107 when you don't have land as i hear you correctly you're not free there's nothing we are free to what land is mining land is water land is housing land is roads land is tourism land is what are we talking about talking about rights in parliament rights of sharing toilets we can dig our own toilets for crying out loud we want access to land i think the president is on let me step back a bit 
Griselda Dudamarche. It is six minutes past two, and uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us in uh, South Africa, in the world, actually. It is uh, International Workers' Day today, and as we heard uh, from uh, our president uh, delivering his speech in PE, and I'm sure that uh, the news team uh, will have uh, inputs and uh, talk about this intensely. But we continue our conversation uh, on land and I see it sparked uh, a lot of conversations on Twitter and Facebook. And I'm hoping that conversations are informed by facts and not emotions. And sometimes, you know, the more you listen, the more you learn. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes the more you listen, the more you hear uh, a point of view. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we use emotions and lose the essence of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, fact is, right now, land distribution is an issue that needs to be debated Mm. and it's a conversation that needs uh, to happen without you know necessarily jumping to who's going to protect what from where i see uh, all your inputs johannes and uh, we will reflect on on your concerns that you have raised and uh, once again views expressed by our guests are not those of the south african broadcasting corporation and i see um uh, Johannes accusing the SABC of allowing this conversation to happen in its uh, platform. And uh, we do uh, subscribe to the premise uh, or, or to the notion that uh, people have their own opinions and, and views. And when they bring them across, uh, we can only but have a conversation. And Bishop uh, Joshua Maponga uh, posted on his Facebook page and shared with uh, various people uh, whom he is on WhatsApp with about you know, pertinent questions that we should be asking in having a conversation about land. And one of them being, who owns the land? And he's here today to talk about this. And we invite you to give us a call on 0891-104-207 and uh, also WhatsApp uh, voice notes on 0614-104-107. And you can hashtag us on social media platforms that would be uh, Twitter and Facebook on SAFM Lifetime Live, all one word. And we also take your SMSs at 40938, charged at 150. Now, Bishop, the, uh, I mean, what, of everything that you have mentioned, I I, I know that uh, perhaps jo- Johannes speaks on behalf of the many people that might have missed um, your explanation in uh, who owns the land. Uh, and, and the concern is, do we now, are we advocating that people should just take land uh, without following the rules, without uh, following the law, and your responses? My response is that firstly, we are not the Roman Dutch people, just right up front, on top of the program. We have, we have driven on this path of colonialism with all the disenfranchising of the black people happening from time immemorial to where we are now. It, it would be stupid for us as a nation to say we want to build on a broken foundation. The foundation of inequality cannot produce equal people. No matter how much we window dress and we cover up the wound. I have a simple proverb. Mm. Don't cover up a soiled wound. Mm. You need to open it up. You need to clean up and remove all the soil. You need to pour some oil on it and pour some spirit on it. And then you can bandage it up for healing. Mm. 
for us to bandage around the issue of of uh, democracy, constitutionalism, the law protecting the law is it here to protect the disenfranchised or is it here to protect those that have actually benefited themselves? Mm. So you understand that the same colonialists draft up the law and then we as the poor people must now comply to the law that still protects the properties of those that have been disenfranchised. I want to say it very blatantly so. And by the way, those who have their own opinions, this is my own opinion. This is what democracy is all about. It's you thinking the way you think, and I am also free to think the way I think. And by the way, I'm so glad this is not SABC's view. This is my view. My view is clear that as African people, we have been pushed to the doldrums of our own poverty. And to come out from there, firstly, when you walk up to the bank, and the bank wants surety. Surety means we want immovable assets. And immov the only real estate is land. So if black people don't have access to land, they will keep on getting loans for cars and houses. We, we are tired of getting credit and we call it money. We really want access to funding for business itself. And for, for that fact, therefore, the ownership of land is fundamental to life itself. They, we don't need politics. We need land. And as I reflect on uh, the president's speech, I mean, president talks about workers will be free when they have access uh, to land. Workers will be free when, uh, you know, there's equal opportunities and the list goes on and on. But what should be said in the how? Because I feel like every president, every occasion that is connected to workers is all about this is what we want to create. But... I mean, nobody talks about as, that. As, as, as in, in some of the children's charts you find around, it, it could be a shopping list for Father Christmas mm -hmm. that we wish that we can have this when this happens, when this happens. It's 24 years later. And in and, and my own perceptions of thought is that let be, let's begin to teach our black children that less what the schools are teaching them to fit into the system, get your degree, after getting a degree, get a wife, after getting, which is on debt, by the way, get, then get a car, which is on debt, then pay back the loan from school, which is on debt, and you are 24, 23 years, 25 years old, you're going to pay that debt until you're 35. And then when you're financially stressed, you divorce. Let's just, just start from scratch and say, without land, let's make a strike, all young men out there. Let me make a challenge. Every young man who can hear me, refuse to sleep with a woman until you have land. It's illegal. And it's illegal to impregnate a woman when you don't have access to the resources of maintaining that woman. It and is a crime of the highest order. We are, we right now, we walk to Westville Prison. Mm. 18,000 prisoners are locked up in prison. Men. Mm. 18,000 men. Able-bodied men. Locked behind bars. You, you, you want to do the psychology of crime? When people are living on top of each other, M. Queen, you are creating violence. You are creating crime. People, we need access to land. And by the way, if land is good for them, who said it's not good for us also? Maybe we don't have the resources to work. When in. they came here, did they bring the resources with them? Did they ship the cows with them to come from Europe? All right, let's take your calls. Um, the number to dial is 0891-104-207. And we can also, um, we also welcome your SMSs at 40938. And uh, do um, tag us as you send your messages, uh, both Twitter, Facebook, and um I see a whole lot of uh, interaction uh, on, on, on Facebook and, and Twitter. Uh, someone is asking, what did you do against apartheid and, and asking people who are yeah. saying, uh, you know... Let, let me kick that on. Yeah. The issue of apartheid was an agreement of politicians. We did not have a ballot vote as to what 
do the 43 million Africans, blacks, who are in the country, what are you going to do with apartheid? Right now, you take Jacob Zuma, sorry for that. You take Jacob Zuma, you put him in a thing, in, a, in, a, in court for corruption. You take land issues, you put them in a commission. We know why you put critical issues in commission, because you don't want prosecution. You don't want them to be arrested. So the issues of land cannot go to court. We need to take apartheid to court. And I wish one South African can hear me, walk up to the nearest police station. We need to soothe the previous NP government for apartheid, for colonialism, for stealing things. You cannot say you gave, we gave you a, a vibrant economy when you were on sanctions. Lots of thuggery and thieving has been going on and they were not held accountable. Yet we are fighting over 260 million, which is peanuts for crying out loud. South Africa is worth billions, 18 trillion worth of platinum lying on the ground. The question is who owns it? Until black people have access to their own resources, politics is window dressing, a playing field for shenanigans and infidels. There's nothing, very little, that can be done on a political platform. The real issues is when you begin to touch issues of land, then you are playing with the crown jewels of apartheid, racism, and colonialism. And I want to guarantee ANC, I want to tell EFF, I want to tell all the political parties, stop fighting when you have dogs. You can eat all the meat and you give them the bones. Right now, our politics is a waffling of parliament, people chowing bones. The real meat is economic freedom. And we did know. not get that freedom. We negotiated a transition of the white man to keep his things, to keep his properties, to keep the land and create more jobs for blacks. Who said I need a job? I don't need a job. I need to employ also. Who said I need to work for you? You need to work for me also. How do you come into my own house and then tell me that I must become a slave and a servant in my own house? When I walk up to Europe, can I claim property and rights over the Queen's royal house? Can I claim rights over the Queen's heritage? The answer is no. I'll be arrested at the gate. But how come when you come to Africa here, you want to own us as people? You want our land. You want our resources, our national shrines and everything else. And slowly and constantly, black people must be toy-toying at the back, looking for bread and begging for work. I'm saying this is enough. This is enough. As black people, I'm not instigating anything. But until we have access to land, freedom is window dressing. But as you say this, Bishop, I see um, it, it really charges you. Um, you become I'm sorry, emotional. I'm sorry, I, get, I get worked up. I get worked uh, up. I, I, that's exactly what I want to reference to. Can this conversation be heard, though, without bloodshed? The issue, the issue of eye for an eye, tooth for tooth, will leave the whole world blind and toothless. These guys, they did not claim this land with a, with a prayer. Shall we close our eyes for prayer? And then people prayed, and then land was transferred from black people to white people. Let me not be, let me not be crude. Guns were used, you know, people were choked, people were hung on trees. Systems. Uh, this, uh, systems were built, courts were put, incarcerations were put in place. We talk about Robin Island and all these places. The question is, were, were these tourist attractions? Or they are now. Were, yeah, but were they tourist attractions? They were torturing chambers. Now comes the time now when a black man is eaten by the dog. When a white man sets a dog on a black man, well, well, it is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, kind of, when a black man does the same, then it's evil. The question is, when you talk about justice in a free and fair country like South Africa, where democracy must take its law, then democracy, let me challenge those who believe in democracy. Democracy must answer the question of land. Bring me a solution. How? Are you going to give us land using the democratic system? And you tell me, no, let's allow the rule of law. Rule of law and who wrote the law? All right, let's take calls. 
All right. So we take your calls on 891 and uh, also welcome your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. We start with David in Pinoni. Hi, Sakina. How are you? Uh, Sakina is way early in the morning. My name is Chriselda. Chriselda. Actually, at 12 midday. Sorry, Chriselda. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you, sir? I'm fine, thanks, and afternoon to your guest. Um, you know, my problem with uh, most of these people, and I've listened to a number of these uh, interviews about land, mm-hmm. and we all agree that, uh, of course, land must be taken, land must be given to the right people, but those who propagate uh, for violence uh, for people to exercise emotions instead of reason, I, I cannot find that they have a practical proposition on how this should happen. The ANC has said so far that they are going to the table to sit and discuss how this thing should unfold, and it must be orderly. Now, what he is preaching for is anarchy. I, I can't understand because he's talking about what has not been done and the circumstances of black people. We are all aware of that. Are you trying... Uh, to get people to go and grab land without a process? And if you are suggesting that there should be a process, what is that process? Because that's what we would like to hear. Maybe we will agree with you, but we have not heard that from any of you. Thank you, David. Let's find out. Bishop, what is the process? The process which I would advocate for is that the ANC government, which is the ruling government, or the parliament, we need to establish some nice uh, EFT colleges, for example. Build an agricultural uh, students, an agricultural program, for crying out loud, which marshals students who can now be qualified to till the land, to the land. Begin to work on our technical institutions. Instead of training these boys to become workers and uh, join trade unions, then teach them ownership of companies. I teach at Mill Park sometimes, and I've done some stuff at Vets for argument's sake, after the whole training program of a master's and MBA, are you aware that as an MBA student, you still don't know how to open a company? Basic. So are you saying um, uh, you're also agreeing to the notion that we do not have skills? Skills if are missing. If we were to be given land tomorrow, we wouldn't know what to do with it. Hence, I'm saying our, our attitude of grabbing land or taking land or accessing land, if we don't have the skills that go with it, it will be a problem. But however, less the issue that we don't have the skills. I am saying it's a right. If I have land right now and I don't know what to do with it, I will sell Maguinha. My child will go to school. Another 10 years from now, they will come back. They already have an inheritance from where they can build from. But to build and bring up children generation after generation, which is disenfranchised. And we talk about Workers' Day, and I'm glad it's Workers' Day today. We cannot be, blacks cannot be a manufacturing yard of labor. So you advocating for access to land as a birthright, not necessarily yes. for economic gain. Backed up when we have the birthright given to us first, we not I cannot come to your house and claim a right over your inheritance. No, you can't. So, so why is it that a European can claim a right in Africa? And Af- when I was in London, I was an illegal immigrant. I was actually indicating that we have to. We stop now. Yeah. Okay. Mm. One to three PM weekdays. Chriselda on SAFM. 
All right, let's take uh, your messages um, both on social media and taking your calls and uh, WhatsApp notes. Uh, Tato Shachwayo uh, says, land emancipation will take place and black people must uh, take the courage to develop industries from scratch and stop the habit of waiting and begging for foreign West and East um, indirect and direct investment. Correct. Correct. The one who gives you the money determines how you're going to spend that money. And we cannot constantly be beggars when we are sitting. How can we be begging for gold while we are leaning on gold? London is the highest sell of gold. They don't even have one dust gold penning yard in their own. They rip it around the whole world, pile it to themselves, increase the prices when they sell, reduce the prices when they buy. Who complains? But pipes of oil run through Nigeria, poverty on every side. Who, who challenges these things? Land is our resource until we can put our hands on our crown jewels, which is our land. Poverty will be our middle name. Let's go back to the lines. John in Polukwane, thank you so much for your patience. Good afternoon. Hello, hello, Sophie. Hello, hello, Puti. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, good. Great day, Bishop Day. Bishop, ma? Ponga. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. I really like that man. Okay, I want to ask one question to Bishop. Bishop, let's say Malova, yesterday I think there were some talks online in Unisa, mm. Yeah, people we 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 politicians where they're sitting here talking about land uh, what, what 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 should happen. Let me pose this question to you because I can hear that it is maybe we can get something more. What is your proposal now if you were to be put into a committee that uh, is being given responsibilities to ensure that by December uh, at least we we have made some inroads into ensuring that the land is going back, or the land has gone back to the because I can hear you that you are speaking about something. But if you were now in touch by the president to say, Bishop, you are leading this committee, and then this is we want you by November this year, we want you to 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 have made some inroads into this process of ensuring that land is coming back or is going back to to the rightful owners. I, I would really want to to get you a yes. yeah, okay. answer on that. All right, so the question is about what, where would he start if you were to be part of a committee that uh, is entrusted and tasked with bringing back the land? Yes, because, okay. because he's speaking about, yeah. And, then okay. what, and my, second question, my second question to, to, to the bishop, second question being that uh, there has been a, 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 do you hear me? We can hear you. We can hear you, and so yeah. Okay, sorry. That, uh, la- la- my last question, my last question is: mm. uh, there has been a process of a, a department of land reform and whatever that uh, mm. people must clean back the land. Mm. It was then it started somewhere around '97. People um, like my people in Makoba, Slufi, Neil Pope, and other parts had made those applications. And it seems like that process is failing. Also, how can the, uh, I mean, the right. bishop, how can the bishop you. also the first, the first Thank one, you very much, the first John. one I want, on the radio the first one I want to qualify are the types of lands that we have. I, I was in Downsons, for example, in Pumalanga. I was in Freiburg and uh, some parts of KwaZulu Natal also, where you find that the graves of a certain tribe, the graves of a certain family, are now locked in a certain farmer's yard. And for the people just to go and clean up their father's graves, they need access. And the farmer sometimes agrees when he feels like something. Often he would refuse. Firstly, where would I start? I would say if we have farmers who are sitting on land where the relics of the communities are, firstly, I think we need to start by respecting 
the graves of our own forefathers. That's our birth certificate that this land belongs to us. So firstly, I need to redistribute and evict, clean up those farms and allow those communities to have access because those were their homesteads. Literally, you uprooted the family, you uprooted their history and, and you placed them there. Then we can move over to the commercial places where there were no houses, where there was no accommodation, etc. And begin to see how best those that are producing food basket for the country for crying out loud. It would be dangerous just to go there and grab and we have no milly meal tomorrow. Keep some of those farms running, but the question is who is benefiting from that? But as you walk out of Soweto and you find thousands of hectares driving out of town, empty pieces of land with two cows that are grazing on the side of a mountain, and you say we cannot take land away from the and people are living on top of each other in Soweto, I, I tend to find that that is not right. So I would challenge the government that our next housing project does not become mukuku houses, does not become too much houses. Give people decent houses with decent land around them so that we can do our small little vegetable garden at the back. I can keep two, three cows for myself and etc. and etc. That becomes decent. Not squashing people into match boxes and you say this is part of giving people houses. What well, that's disrespect in its highest order. All right, let's go back to the lines. Abu uh, Khalid in Queenstown. Thank you so much for your patience. Good afternoon. All right, I'm glad your radio set is not yet. All right, uh, let's go to Patisi in Cape Town. Good afternoon. Patisi? Let's go to Khomozo in KZN. Good afternoon, Khomozo. Hi, yes. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to know, your speaker, I feel like we keep skirting around the real issue. The real issue when it comes to land and the reason why the government doesn't do it tomorrow is because of the consequences that this country would face from the West specifically alienation by the West and the removal of foreign direct investment from the country. Now, let's assume that what happens to every country that defies the West will happen to us. Let's assume the West will alienate us and will lose our foreign direct investment. Is your speaker saying that they're willing to live with that consequence? Oh, that let's find out. people who are poor, the, 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 the crashing of the South African economy and the alienating of South Africa and international affairs will be a better situation uh, and type with, with poor people having land than what we currently have now. All right, let's find out. Let me, thank you. Let me thank qualify you on the onset, my honorable brother. Thank you for the question. Firstly, the, what you call the South African economy is not your economy. Get that in your head and get it quickly. You own nothing in this country. We are all workers in the mill place of economists and the capitalists. So we cannot say the South African economy, South African economy as if we have access to it. That being the first point, therefore, moving forward from there, that we don't own anything. The question is, how do we capacitate ourselves long enough to be able to access that which rightfully belongs to us? It's one thing for us to run around and say we want to protect the economy, and yet the access itself to the economic things is people crying and toy-toying for wage increment. We, for how long are we going to be toy-toying, running the streets, looking for increments? Let's go to Peterson. Uh, Peterson is in Northern Cape. Good afternoon and welcome. Yes, man. You know, uh, what I was about to say is, you know, this land issue hmm. is uh, as urgent as I think now. Because if you look at the system that uh, Rhodesia, of which is now Zimbabwe, took uh, some times ago, they said they will uh, rectify the land issue. And it took them more than 20 years of which the citizens of that country became patient. And now, 
I, I don't understand how can you pass uh, a law that says the land must be back to their ownership and then you say you are going to uh, to build a bill or to make uh, some plans how to uh, give it to their own, own full right people. Now, what is happening about the ANC within the government? Okay. It looks like they are of a view that this land, the retaining of land to the ownership, is about the claimants. We are not talking about claimants' land here. Mm. You know, if you look uh, like a man of God is saying that people are squattering in the Soweto and the likes and the places around. But if you go outside the town, the town there is a lot of space of 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 of, of land that can be uh, activated and be used for for residential areas. So that is my concern. We we need it like in now, not no, to I... say. You see, that's Peterson, why. Peterson, we hear you. Thank you, thank you very much. Let's take Malusi in Polokwane as well. Then you can respond to both. Good afternoon, Malusi. Welcome to um, Lifetime Live with Chris Alder. Good afternoon, Good afternoon, Dad. Come on. Um, Bishop Um, the issue of land. Let me just touch here. I've I've started with it from the from the beginning. Hmm. Not that we don't have skills. I always say this. Who is actually doing the hard work in farms? Thank you. Is it like me? Hmm. We have vast of skills. They found us here grooming and growing cows. They found us here tilling the land. The only thing that Bishop they own is the system. Thank you. The system has oppressed us. You you spoke about the Roman Dutch law. We, we cannot uphold the law that is unjust. Thank you. To the majority. ANC, EFS, I can't talk about the DA, ANC, EFS need to come to conclusion, both of them, to the point that we we actually make sure that the Roman touch law is taken out of the system. To the point that because oh, if you look clearly, we I can I can have a land bishop, mm-hmm. open a farm, farm my cabbages and all. But if pick and pay system doesn't favor me. Yeah. Who will I sell it to? Yes. We need to, stab- you, we need to establish a, ch- a value chain. Exactly but le- le- value point. chain so that from your farm to the supermarket and etc., we own the value chain. And while you're on that, let me just mention something. Sorry to chip on there. That- yeah, but airtime is expensive, Bishop. We say we have no, to say fine. thank I'll you to one. No, but Lucy, the thing is, time is not on our side. Oh, okay, if you finished with fine. your thought, then you can listen on the radio. No. Yes, no, I just wanted to conclude on that, that... We need to come to the point where the system favors the Africans because we depend on the European. Because the last thing, the mines, we've got skills mm. to dig. But yes, the processing, the, the importing, it's owned by certain people. We just need to work on the system. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.
And uh, Semi Matlaila says the idea that uh, by giving back land to Africans will lead to food insecurity is a fallacy. Uh, we had commercial agriculture before Europeans came, uh, came here. Commercial farming isn't a skill that's only limited to white people. There's many African-owned commercial farms like um, Banarang farms. I want to mention two things because our time is not with us. Firstly, it is that in as much as we think we'll grab the land, I want to give you now the global the global impact of us accessing land mm-hmm. is that the local farmers, the local owners of land, they take that land, walk up to the bank, and then you access a loan, 3 million, 300 million, 400 million. You take a few animals from KwaZulu-Natal, put them in your, in, 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 your, in, your, in your thing, and then take the rest of the money, walk up to Dubai, build yourself a flat, and sit on the beach. Use land as collateral. Now, here's the tricky part. By the Africans grabbing land, it's not only the South African economy that is in trouble. Banks are in trouble. Insurance are in trouble. International companies that have interest in the South African land, which the colonizer has used as collateral. Mm. So I want us to understand that when you touch land, you are not only touching the local white colonial capitalist community. Mm. You are actually touching the fiber of the entire global shenanigan business that disenfranchises people from here to India to Haiti and around the globe. And having said that, secondly, it is for us to outline clear that the issue of land is not political. It's constitutional. Mm. And until we visit the constitution and literally open up a gap and say, people come first. But as the constitution stands now, um, we didn't write that constitution. No, no, we didn't write that constitution. It's a cut and paste of Canada. It's a cut and paste of Australia. And sorry for saying that, but it was it was it was a pressure cooked constitution, which I don't think people were consulted extensively. And if they were, the euphoria of independence was too much on us, and we did not make a meaningful contribution. All right, let's read a few of your SMSs and your tweets. Um, I also like the uh, prop. Yeah pragmatism that uh, we should uh, not disrupt food uh, production. I want to join his committee. So when the committee happens, <laughs> uh, you have uh, people that are going to work with you. Also like the idea that we must work in the value chain and a friendly system that's enabling. Um, there's another SMS. As far as I know, being uh, in possession of stolen goods is a crime. Buying stolen goods is also a crime. So why don't we all face those consequences? It's not a matter of uh, having uh, westernized skills uh, because a black man is a most skillful man uh, on the planet. And that's why the land was stolen. And this is an SMS from KZN. Please start with rural areas uh, for food production. We have the land and uh, the water. We lack skills. So yeah. can we start there? And uh, Soli on, on Twitter says, I live in a flat on the first floor, which I bought. It's, well, according to me, it's mine. I pay levies. But as soon as I step into the corridor, I'm in someone else's property. Flats are not land. We need land um, so we can urinate. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> And mark our land and produce proper spam. <laughs> Thanks, Bishop. Thank you. Thank you. Territory before procreation. Yeah. Territory before procreation. And I guess you need you need to repeat this for young men who are listening to this conversation yeah. as we conclude. Yeah. It's very important that you cannot. You cannot ask for a relationship. Please don't marry if you don't have land. Skills and education and etc. Yes, they're important. But at the mm. end of it all, access to land is actually prosperity, continuity, that's our inheritance. We don't own our land, Mm -hmm. our land owns us. From it we came, to it we shall return.
And I humbly request that uh, those who are interacting with Johannes right now, uh, please don't do this on our account. Uh, go easy on the language. And I guess uh, Johannes, like many, um, are also, you know, victims of, of the system. So can mm. we work together as we move to the next level in our country? And uh, all this vulgar is, is really not appreciated. Uh, at least don't take us. You can have the conversation offline. Bishop, gosh, I, I don't think we have enough time for this. It has to be a conversation that we do over a period of time where we teach uh, and enable people to think outside emotions and recognize and realize that the truth and reconciliation process mm. um, to a point, a fallacy. Um, it was supposed to be caught, not not commission. Not, not commission, because unfortunately the commission, um, you know, left out a, a whole lot of uh, issues, critical issues mm. that uh, we are left bare now, and it, and it's important for us. One line for you, Nangomasho, uh, one line for you. Young man, learn to groom the land. Then you learn to groom the woman. Amen. No Adam without Eden. Mm. Thank you, sir. Thank Wonderful. you very much for joining us. Thank you very much. Blessings. Uh, that is uh, Bishop Joshua Mapong, a farmer of thought. Indeed, we are fertilized right now.